الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدينهم سبولنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم You'll notice that natural disasters, they pose challenges to our country and any country for that matter whether it be volcanoes or hurricanes. And more recently, what's garnered a lot of attention are wildfires. And what's amazing about wildfires is that it takes something so small to cause something so devastating. It starts off with something so small, a small fire, really a small spark, and when the right things are met with each other, that then spreads. And it spreads, like we say, like, quote, wildfire. And it really does develop into a wildfire. And it takes everything out of its path. And in fact, they say that just recently, they finally were able to put out the largest wildfire in modern history. Over 300, almost 300,000 acres were burned in California. And just a few days ago, they feel comfortable now saying that this, uh, we have this under control. It took about six months to control it. Despite the technology that we have today, the resources that are available to us, it took six months to control uh, a wildfire that started with maybe just a, a spark. And so you wonder how is it that something so my, minuscule or something so minute, how does it spread into something so large? How does it spread into something so large? And we all will accept that it's the initial flame or the initial fire that comes from that spark that must be strong. And if that initial fire is strong enough, then it will grow and it'll spread very quickly and it'll take everything else out from its path. And so scientists who study wildfires they say that there are three main components to that initial fire. And if these three components come together, it will, in the right setting, create a small fire, and then that fire, through other means, will then begin to grow and spread. And those three components are, number one, fuel. Every fire needs fuel. Number two, heat. Every fire needs heat in order to establish its initial uh, flame. And every fire needs oxygen in order to uh, maintain that flame. So in order to start a fire, fuel, heat, and oxygen must come together. And with one spark, it ignites. And then it grows. And it establishes itself. And then once it establish itself, establishes itself, it will spread. 
It could be something as small as a match that's dropped on the ground in a forest that has these, has, uh, that has this setup. It could be the train, the train tracks, when the, the train's wheels go over the train tracks and it creates a spark. And in the right setting with these three present, it could ignite a fire. It could be a cigarette butt. It could be something very small. But when that initial flame is established, then it can grow very quickly. But these are the three main components. Fuel, heat, and oxygen. And once this small fire is established, then it spreads like wildfire. Now, what's amazing is that the ingredients that are necessary to build a physical fire in this world, these ingredients are also what's necessary to build a spiritual fire as well. And that spiritual fire is the passion for deen that lies within our hearts. The passion and desire for deen that lies within our hearts, that's essentially a flame, a spiritual fire. And if it is well established from the start, then it also spreads. And if you look at the Sahaba and you look at the Prophet them. The heart of the Sahaba and the Prophet ﷺ, it was ignited with fire, or like fire. So much so, the, Sahaba, the Prophet ﷺ was so passionate about deen that not only was it well preserved within himself, but he was able to spread it, spread it far and beyond. And same with the Sahaba ﷺ. They were so passionate about their own deen that that then caught fire. And it spread to other Sahaba and other Sahaba, and that snowball effect essentially occurred and within a matter of a few years, how many people became passionate about deen? So, passion for deen essentially equates to a spiritual fire that lies within our hearts. The Sahaba had it, the Prophet ﷺ had it, and it was through this heat that they were able to form within themselves. Were they able to maintain their own deen and then spread that deen to those around them? Now, if you look at those components, fuel, heat, and oxygen, they're all present in their own forms. And those three, when they're met with a spark, that's what establishes deen within our hearts. So what is fuel? Now fuel for a fire could be many things. It could be you know, foliage, it could be wood, dry wood. Uh, it, it could be a number of things. But it's the fuel that allows that fire to actually uh, catch and for the believer, that's the heart. For the believer, that's the heart. The heart, once it's able to catch fire, it grows. The fuel for the fire of Iman is the heart. This is where our true passions lie. If in the heart is the passion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all that heart will care about. But if in that heart, lies passion for dunya and things of this world, and that's all that heart will care about. The heart is that center of the soul. The heart is that center of the soul that serves as the fuel for the fire of iman. Everything comes from the heart. All of our ills and diseases come from our hearts. And all of our successes in deen, comes, deen also comes from the heart. And if the heart is filled, like I said, with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that heart will be passionate about deen and fulfilling the commandments of Allah. 
But if that heart is filled with evil, then that heart will be desirous of fulfilling evils. If a heart is obsessed with, for instance, with cars, then that person will love to talk about cars day and night, day and night, day and night. They'll never get tired about talking about cars. If the heart is filled with talking about homes and sizes of homes and constructions of homes and how many homes one can acquire, then that individual will never tire talking about property and homes. But if the heart is filled with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it's very easy for this fire to form within the heart. Because all that heart will want to talk about is Allah this, Allah that, Allah this, Allah that. Allah is great. Allah is our master. And it'll be driven by those things that please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the fuel for this uh, passion of deen, it's the heart. The next component is heat. The next component is heat. Now, where do we get heat from for our soul? It's from Ramadan. It's from Ramadan. That, Ramadan is the heat that allows that fire to grow within our hearts. In fact, the meaning of Ramadan actually refers, comes from heat. Ramadan, one of the meanings of Ramadan, which is the root of Ramadan, it means something that's scorched. Something that's scorched. And the Ramadan means that ground that's sun-baked from heat. That's Ramadan. So the meaning of Ramadan actually derives from heat. Which means that the Ramadan provides is that source of heat that's necessary to ignite the passion for deen within our hearts. Ramadan is that source of heat that ignites the passion for deen within our hearts. And this is why you'll see that the most spiritually uplifted we feel throughout the entire year is in Ramadan. It's because our hearts have been, uh, ha have been heated for 30 days consecutively. And certainly by the last 10 days of Ramadan, which is what we're in now, we feel this, we perceive this. Our hearts feel closer to Allah Ta'ala. Our hearts have more of a passion for deen and, to and worshiping Allah Ta'ala than they have for much of the year. And it's that driving heat that comes from Ramadan that allows us to happen. You know, when you apply heat to something, it becomes moldable. And this is how they build in factories. This is how they build cars. This is how they, uh, uh, this is how they weld metal. It's through applying an intense heat. Because you can make something that's not moldable, moldable. You can make something that's not pliable, pliable through intense heat. And in the same way, the heart becomes moldable and pliable through intense heat. And that heat comes from the barakah of Ramadan. It's in the name of Ramadan. So the fuel for this fire of deen is our heart. That's the fuel. And by focusing on the heart and making the heart the focal point of our life and understanding that this is what I need to focus on, we'll recognize that this is the fuel that's going to allow me to succeed in my deen. Now I have fuel. I still need oxygen. I still need heat. Heat comes from the month of Ramadan. And this is why countless people transform their lives during the month of Ramadan. It's not something special out of their own nature. It's through the blessings of Allah Ta'ala, this intense heat of mercy that showers down upon the Ummah of the Prophet And it allows that heart to transform. So then there's fuel, there's heat, there's oxygen. And what's required for those three, oh, sorry, what's the, uh, the spark that comes? Iman. Every believer has a spark within them. The potential to thrive. And that potential is the spark of Iman. And Allah Ta'ala put it in everyone's heart. 
Allah Ta'ala put a, the spark of Iman in everyone's heart and when it's put in the right context it can ignite. So when you combine that, when you take that spark, you give it the right fuel, which is the heart. You give it heat, which is Ramadan, and then you give it oxygen, then it ignites. And then that deen permeates our entire body and then it spreads to everyone that we interact with. Now what's the oxygen? What's, the, uh, what's that source of energy that fans the flame of Iman and fans the flame of passion within our hearts? That's multifold. That's multifold. So when you take together the heart, you take together heat of Ramadan, you take that spark that's going to ignite things, and then you apply oxygen, then you ignite that fire. But where does the oxygen come from? And that's multifold. That comes from multiple sources. All of those things that can grow the heart or that can grow that, that flame, this is oxygen for the heart. That includes, number one, the recitation of Qur'an and interaction with Qur'an. Qur'an serves as uh, that oxygen by which our hearts, or any fire for that matter within our hearts, is deprived. It suffocates without the Qur'an. Interaction with the Qur'an. Uh, mentioning or, 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 or recitation of the Qur'an. Number two, the oxygen for the heart is the dhikr and remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more a person engages in Allah ta'ala's remembrance, the more they're fanning that flame that's in their heart. Number three, it's a connection with Rasulullah A deep connection with Rasulullah Through the sunnah of the Prophet That when a person brings sunnah into their life, and when a person brings a love for the Messenger into their life, that fans the flame. Through regular and abundant istighfar and tawbah. Turning back to Allah, asking Allah Ta'ala to forgive us. This is what causes, this is the oxygen for the heart. The company of people of righteousness and piety. This is the oxygen for the heart. The tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala's permission to allow us all to succeed. This is the oxygen for the heart. Now these are all separate components that are essential for the development of the soul. Quran, Sunnah, connection with Rasulullah the dhikr and remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, regular and abundant istighfar and tawbah, the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala, the, comp comp the company of righteous people, and the, co the company of the righteous. These are all keys to developing the soul. And inshallah over the next eight, nine nights or so, we'll focus in on each of these individually. Because these are necessary for us to grow. And the Sahaba and the Prophet ﷺ had such a deep passion in their hearts for deen. Our desire is that we develop that within our lives as well because then we will protect ourselves. We will allow our own hearts to manifest themselves to the best of their abilities. And we will allow that then to spread to the people around us immediately, our families, our friends, our circles around us. Until and unless we can establish this firmly within our own lives and we can develop our own soul, it'll be very difficult for us to transmit this to anyone else. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to recognize the, uh, the importance of, of developing ourselves. May Allah ta'ala uh, grant us uh, uh, the ability to, to, uh, to grow our hearts in the same way the Sahaba and the Prophet sallallahu did. And may Allah ta'ala ignite within us a, a flame of iman that, uh, that will last until we pass away. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين